Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and today I am joined by the three amigos from, of course they probably don't like that term, but... I love from, that movie. From, yeah, I've seen that movie. <laughs> Great! We talk about movie and films on Master of One podcast, and that's where these guys are from. They don't live in the same city, but they're really good friends, like brothers, really. So I'm excited yeah. to have them on. Um, I met them at Creative South last year where they were doing live podcasts and these things called the Hot Seat. And so they've created this amazing community. They have a Slack channel, and then they also do these amazing podcasts. So I just want to kind of introduce you. That's why we're doing it at night. And um, hopefully I um, everybody's here, and we're going to jump in and get started. So I have questions for everybody, but if you have a question, you can either at the bottom – of this screen, you see a Q&A. You can click on that, or you can um, you can click uh, over in the corner, or a Q and a slash, and then it'll come up as a question. Oh, boom. What I, happened? I thought it said mute, but it doesn't say mute. I, so I thought I was muted. Anyway, I'm sorry. It doesn't usually you, happen. You muted yourself there for a second. <laughs> so it's episode- And it scared Luke. I'm sorry. Episode 206, I think, or five. I can't remember. 206. Okay. All right. We're going to get going. So I'm going to start. I'm gonna, Patrick, I want you to, everybody's kind of going to answer this. but Yeah, let's do it. Patrick, can you tell us about your background and when y'all met and have you ever lived in the same place at the same time? I mean, not literally, but like the same city. Like all three of us together. I was the person that completed the uh, the group. So they already did live together. And I interviewed at a, a church in Ohio. And uh, Andrew was going to be my boss. And when I got picked up from the airport, it was Andrew and one of the guy. We went to uh, like have our first sit down, like lunch, meeting, whatever. And Luke was there or Luke showed up. And so we actually all met my first day in Ohio. So Luke and Andrew known each other a little that bit. That actually matters, the fact that he came later. That matters yes. for a story later. Well, yeah. Uh, we had our first, like, moment Did where... Did you know uh, at that moment it was going to mm-hmm. be special? I knew I would marry one of them. I, but instead I, we started a podcast because... Because that's... Honestly, it's more intimate. <laughs> well, what happened? I was sitting down the whole time. Luke showed up after the fact. And uh, we, you know, we, we did the thing, whatever. We, we hung out for like an hour, an hour and a half. We get up to leave and I'm six, seven. So I stood up to leave. Like my and, height. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> anyway, so it, it was, I don't know. It was like a bonding our moment. Whole, the, the whole build, beginning of our relationship was a lie. It was yeah. just a Luke, lie. Luke just said, oh, you're tall. <laughs> I said, oh, so tall. <laughs> so that's, and then we He's were the tallest person that I've ever met. To that moment, really? he was the tallest person I've ever met. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so we were in Ohio for the next, like, uh, I think 14 months before I bailed. It was just way too cold. But You yeah. didn't like Andrew as your boss? No, he was a – well, we had a fun last moment together. No, he was a, <laughs> a great boss, honestly, but I just – I grew up in Georgia, and I – If it weren't for me, he would have left two months in. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I only made it 14 months because of Andrew. Okay, Thank so – Thank you very much, Diane. So I'm from Georgia too, so I understand the pull. I just got to Alabama. That was as far as I could go, I guess. Um, so Luke, can you tell us about your background and how y'all decided to create the podcast? I mean, did you do it at that lunch before you no, knew how tall he was? No, 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 no. no, no. So I mean, our 
so when you say your background, you mean mine or all of us together? Just well, yours. Yeah, yeah. And you're a Me. photographer. And yes, Patrick's a, a developer, front yes, end developer. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I yeah, I do photography and video stuff. I kind of did that my whole life and uh, decided that I love it enough to do it for a living. And so I got a job at the church that Andrew was at. Um, and then Patrick came along later. Um, we decided to do the podcast because we were, I mean, we clicked all three of us kind of, like Patrick said, he completed the group. Um, and we were the people around our office that would always talk about the things that we talk about on our podcast, pop culture, like TV and film, art and design, toys and games. And there would be people in our office that would go, you guys know so much about this. Like I had no ideas. Half of the stuff existed. I could listen to you talk about it all the time. And we were like, huh, we should maybe do a podcast. And so one night at a coffee shop, we just talked like, okay, what would this really look like if we were going to do a podcast? What would we do? What would we talk about? That wouldn't be what everybody else is doing. Um, and we ultimately decided to do what everybody else is doing. <laughs> and, um, but with a spin that, kind of on our circle we all are a master of one thing um me being toys and games patrick tv and film andrew art and design and within our spheres of influence we are the masters of that and so we all bring our view from that um every week and it kind of gets evolved and mushed around from week to week depending on who has what category and that's why we do it so how long into your lunch relationship did it take to to do to make this decide you were going to do this? Oh, uh, two years. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, from the first time, Patrick. Years. I mean, the from the first time that I met him, it was a while. It was months of work. But like when we sat down to say, let's do a podcast, we kind of just go for things and i think we worked seven or eight hours uh and like made the name and like started the web development of it and the branding like we the just branding's awesome we kind of did it all at that that evening so yeah we closed down that coffee shop for sure like the they, coffee they, shop that went back to they kicked Patrick's this out apartment and finished yep. more of it yeah so at this time were you all married uh, uh no no. No, I was, I was dating within my department. Yeah. He, I was having an inappropriate office. relationship. In yeah. <laughs> inner office He was having an inner office relationship that uh, I strictly warned him about. <laughs> and that's the reason I had to leave after 14 and, months. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very, <laughs> it was a touchy subject. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and his wife is here in the chat, Mackenzie. So we're, we, I, I'm hoping it was her that the relationship was with. Oh, we should have <laughs> covered that before we start. Yeah, you're cutting this together, right? Can you just edit that part out? And then if we could just jump in now. Have we gone live yet? It was. It was. It <laughs> yeah. was. Okay, so, um, Andrew, can you tell us about your background? You personally. Yeah, this is and a velvet painting of uh, praying Is it hands. velvet? That's what's in my background. Yeah, it's velvet. Oh. You can't tell by me touching it, but I can <laughs> tell. It's definitely velvet. I um, feel it. So my background, and then what was the secondary question? I'm sorry. I um, was being why y'all started the podcast? I mean, of course, really, um, 
well, you can tell me, like, there are, I think, three things that you guys entertain, whatever, and Yeah, I'll tell you about what what the podcast is all about. So, um, my background is, uh, I mean, I grew up wanting to be a Disney animator as far back as I can remember. Um, When I was in second grade. Every, all the kids in my class were saying they wanted to be a fireman or a spaceman or a not spaceman. What's it called? <laughs> Astronauts, um, <laughs> police officer, whatever. And then they asked me and I said, I wanted to be a, a, a Disney animator. I wanted to animate movies. Um, so my whole life was preparing for that, planning for that and uh, training for that and everything, honestly, from second grade um, until I was a, a, a junior in high school, I was preparing for that. Um, and then uh, um a change of events happened in my life and I decided that uh, I was going to, instead of going into animation, I was going to go into ministry because that's an obvious, you know, uh, change of things. So I told my parents, I said, I know you've spent a lot of money and time preparing me for this and, uh, but I'm going to do this instead. And they said, okay, they were really supportive of that. Um, and then, uh, literally my first year of college, uh, the, the 2d animation studio, it closed down in Orlando. So I grew up in Florida. I grew up, going to Disney all the time. Um, and uh, then a couple of years into into ministry, I started doing, or right away, when I graduated high school, I started doing graphic design. So I've been doing graphic design now for almost 15 years professionally um, for businesses, organizations, churches, um, individuals, and things like that. And then uh, I became, I did, I did ministry for a little bit and then became a director of communications because that kind of melded both of the worlds for me. Um, and that's when I met, Patrick and Luke when I went up to Ohio to do that. I now do that full time in San Antonio. Um, and I've been, you know, doing design work ever since. I mean, I just started applying all of what I knew about composition and color and all that stuff uh, from my fine arts training into the digital world. And that's kind of what happened. So um, for the podcast, we, um, man, so we had, uh, when we first started, we had no vision. <laughs> it was we just were going to sit around a table and talk because that's what we were doing. And people were recognizing that and said that they wanted to listen. So we're like, cool, let's just do that. Now we did put together a format. It wasn't just willy nilly, but, um, but we didn't have a vision for it. Uh, A few months into it, we decided that we needed to get when people were still listening and our listener base was growing and when we were, yeah. And we were uh, having a good time doing it and it didn't look like we were going to be quitting anytime soon. We decided to get real serious about it. And we put together a vision. And so our vision is essentially to do three things with the podcast. One is to entertain, first and foremost. Um, it's a fun podcast. We, we get in, we mess with each other, and it's sarcastic. And that's, that's totally uh, kind of priority one. Priority two is to inform, um, tell people about things they haven't heard about before, to learn new things. They can uh, come on and, and learn about a new game, a new movie, a new whatever, a new artist. Um, Essentially, we want to help people learn fun, cool places to spend their money um, and their time. And then finally, it's to inspire. So uh, we want people on the on the the tail side of listening to a couple of our episodes to want to go do something, to go make something, to go create something, to go um, to to just go and get their creativity, what no matter what the outlet is, and, and put it to use. So uh, we do that through uh, getting people on the show through interviews and things who are just insanely talented, who we have no business talking to, but on the other side, um, they make us want to do something. And so we would hope that everyone else would want to do something yeah. as well. I think we decided pretty early on that we, 
take this for what it is. We didn't want to ask like the hard hitting questions or we weren't trying to be like a TMZ news source. We weren't trying to like get anybody. We just wanted to be friendly and talk about the things that excite other people because it, it excites us in turn. So it, it's, and I think that the reason we've gotten the opportunity to talk to some of the people we have is because we are so clear about the fact that we're just looking to be friendly, have fun and promote you in the best way possible. We're not trying to get you. We're not trying to like reveal something. We're not, you know, we just, right. just want to promote you. So, but it yeah. seem, seems like it's a lot more than just the podcast, right? The Slack community, um, of which I'm a part of, and I'm sorry, I don't get to do that much because I'm just too busy this year, but, um, I will once this year ends. I mean, so August everybody 14th. look forward to 2018 no, no, guys. August it's going to be the year Diane of Diane. <laughs> but it's so that's more than just entertaining and uh, informing and inspiring. There's something else. So the it's more than just the podcast to me. And I think for a lot of the people that are here, it is as well. So I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, we've all been in organizations that had big community focus. I mean, you know, I think about if you're working in a church, like a big thing of small groups, right? And like you, it's important that you build community. But I think also from traveling, that was the thing for me. Like I had moved um, six times or something like that before I ended up, you know, in Ohio, like in my like working adult life. And I just found that um, without having co community around what you're doing, it was really easy to get discouraged or to, to feel alone and, and, uh, it's just a very unhealthy way to do life. I think you just need to have community anything. And then I think especially looking at um, this industry. So if I'm thinking about development, but I think it's the same for uh, designers, people who are doing freelance, you can have your computer and, which I don't know why I shook mine. That's not smart for video. This is a computer. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your, we normally do an audio format, Diane. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's you okay. Have, you can have your computer or whatever and you're connected to everyone. But the reality is it's very easy to be doing life by yourself. You know, it's very easy to, so we just needed to have something that was a bit more social. That was a uh, that because we think that's inspiring. It's challenging, and I think it's a lot healthier. So we've gravitated towards uh, uh, opportunities to go to conferences. Uh, I think that's what's made the hot seats, which I'm sure we'll talk about more in depth. It's made those so enjoyable because we get to have you know one on one time with 30 people over the course of a couple of days. Uh, the Slack community has been great. Um, anything that we can do to to go beyond. Um, you know, passive community, like playing a video game. Like we, we want to actually be having back and forth conversation with people. It's very easy for something like a podcast to be like window shopping. I mean, it's, it's kind of one way someone looking in, um, but, but we, we want to hear back. We, we want to know what's going on. So I think that's the reason we've looked for those opportunities. So that's yeah. for me, that's the reason I like the chat is that it's not just a one way. So I've also thought about doing something, but I kind of feel like, so tell me what you think. I've also thought about doing a Slack channel or a Facebook group or something like that, but I kind of feel like, Hey, well, there's already people doing that. They don't need me. Yeah. Do you know? So that that's like a, and you know, I think it's, in some ways it's got nice that there's three of you, you know, cause you can encourage each other. If somebody's like, Oh, I don't feel like doing this, but it's also a lot of commitment. It's like you all are in a band and you come and you show up every week to all the practices and you do all the stuff. And so it's really rare to find people that are as committed. And now you're all married. Two of you have kids. That's another, it's a family commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I mean, for us, so for us, um, you know, my wife's name is Chandra and, and, and I have a seven year old son named Cooper and um, they know that Monday night is, is podcast night. Um, 
Cooper every once in a while will forget. He'll he'll walk in in the middle of a record and uh, and I'll have to just look at him like what's going on, or I'll text Shannon and be like, why is Cooper up here? Um, but uh, they know, yeah, bring, bring my belt. Um, they know uh, that we are th- that this is a thing that matters. You know, um, when it first started, it was an outlet that I desperately needed personally. I desperately needed something um, that was different. That was kind of just for me. It has shifted now. I think uh, so much of it is not just about me or us, you know, Um, part of the main driver of why we still do this. And it's hard sometimes, sometimes to to get the scheduling done. It's sometimes it's hard, Um, but it's because of the community involvement. It's because of, you know, the people who are listening right now and the people who are in our Slack channel um, and the, the interaction that we have with them that we, we have a commitment to these people. And um, Shander's been really great. There's been boundaries, you know. We've had to figure some of it out. Uh, the three of us have had to figure it out, you know. Um, at first, we didn't have any boundaries, and it was um, all podcasts all the time and whatever. And, um, and it could be any night of the week, and it just you never knew. And we just had to get to a point where we got really rigid about it. And uh, the guests that we've had it on, we thought we were afraid, you know, that we were going to have to shift our, our scheduling to fit that of the, the guests. But the guests have been really accommodating to our time slot. So, um, and the guests in general have been really great. But Shandra has seen the benefit of this, not for me personally, but also for the community at large. Um, she's, she's heard some of the feedback and things from the people uh, who, who tune in and who, who interact and engage with us. And, um, and she knows how important it is. Cause it's in a way it's ministry in a different way, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could totally view it that way. I, for me, uh, this community is, there's a great, so as you were talking, Patrick, there's, I just all, I just kept going back to, um, Edmund unravels. So this is a book, uh, by Andrew Cole that he wrote. Um, and it's a, it's all about this ball of yarn who, um, wants to go out on this adventure and be on his own and be independent. And the more he goes further and further from his family, the more he unravels Mm. by the time he gets to the end, he's sad because he doesn't have any friends or family left. And he's literally unraveled so far that he can't go anymore. And so his, his friends and family pull him back and he, you see him kind of rolling spoiler alert. He Roy, he rolls back, <laughs> back into the ball and he realizes that the only way for him to be actually full and whole is to be around his community. And mm-hmm. that's exactly, I mean, in a picture book, it, it totally captures what the podcast is to me. Um, and I think to, to at least the, so. Yeah, and I think on a practical level uh, with anything, um, I mean, you'll have time for what you make time for. I mean, it, it, we had to put it on schedules. We had to put it on calendars. And we had to be very intentional about saying that, like, I'm carving out this piece of my life for it. And, uh, you know, it's it's very easy for life to, for any of us, I'm sure a lot of us deal with this. Maybe not Hayden Obey because he's got his life scheduled he's down. Got it. He's I mean, got it. Yep. He's there. That's where we're all trying to get to. But it's just, uh, it, you know, it's, it's very easy to feel like everything's overwhelming and there's so much going on. And I challenge you if you don't write everything down, whatever you have going in your life, like mm. set up the blocks of time, fit it on blocks of time. And there's more there than you realize. And, uh, but I think, yeah, you know, tonight's going to be late night for us. Honestly, we're doing three episodes tonight. There's a yeah. lot going on. <laughs> so, but we picked our block of time. This is where it sits. And we do this so that way we can free up the rest of the week and it's not spilling over into all the other things that are important to us as well. Yep. So, all right. So one kind of question in that same vein though. So 
Um, and I'm sorry that it's a really going to be a long night. I mean, I'm excited that you did mine first. So thanks. Um, so you're welcome. <laughs> thanks. Um, Oh, poo. Now I can't remember. Um, okay. Mm. So here, I'll have I'm sorry. Down. It's okay. <laughs> um, so what about the financial commitment for y'all? Um, Cause to, there is a financial commitment for me and I am not made of money. And um, so it's a, uh, how do, I mean, <laughs> does McKinsey like Patrick, you've spent too much this month on the podcast or do you just say, Hey, this is what we're doing. I'm going to make extra money to do this. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luke, you well, want to take that one? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start. Yeah, Luke, you um, You're the money first, man. Yeah. I am made of money. So I just, I handle all of it. Um, no, that's the farthest from the truth. Um, it started out where, yeah, we, we kind of just divvied it up. Whoever, um, you know, felt like handling it for a while. Patrick already had hosting through other stuff he was doing. So we just used what he had for hosting our website and, um, we needed to get some, um, equipment and, uh, we had, you know, it just so happened that during that time, Patrick and I were able to handle it. And so we, we just did it that way. I mean, we have, we have, you know, we have a guy that does web. We have a guy that does design. We have a guy that does photo and video. We don't really have to pay to do much because we can do all of that. We don't stuff. have to pay to produce our content at all. Right. Which is awesome, which is a big savings. Um, but the stuff like going to conferences, we had to pay out of pocket. Um, and we just did it because it's for us, it was worth it to to build into this, to make these relationships, um, to grow this. And now we're starting to get to the point um, where we don't have to do the financial. We don't have to handle the, the financials personally anymore that the podcast is starting to be able to handle in small amounts. Some of those things that we want to do to, to continue to do what we're doing. Um, but yeah, at first it was just, Hey, this is something we need. Who's able to cover it right now or, you know, how long until we put it off before we can save the money to get it. And we just, I mean, that's how we are naturally as, as, as people, like the three of us are, are pretty much, we'll get it if we absolutely have to. Otherwise, you know, there's other things that we need to do. Um, I mean, as far as the money spent, it's, um, if, for those that don't know, there's some basic things like, you know, you want to have a, uh, a business email account that way that looks professional. I mean, how you present yourself is very important. You have to have hosting both for your web, but then also for your audio. Audio files aren't small; they take a lot of space. You also hopefully want to host on a nice enough server that um, it has. You know, you're using a CDN or something, so you get faster delivery. Um, What's CDN? It's a content delivery network, Diane. Okay. Um, Google it later. It's fine. So and um, curse of knowledge, it gets yeah. you every time. <laughs> and then uh, and then of course there's equipment. Uh, which there's a lot that's up front, but it's certainly over time you want to upgrade and things like that. But then the time spent's huge. I mean, we're all working professionals. So from one standpoint, it is really nice because a lot of what we produce, you know, you buy the software one time and then beyond that, it's just your hours spent. But I just did a, based on, um, I think what roughly our hourly rates are and based on the amount of time I would say on the low end we put in the podcast per week, we put about $3,700 of labor into the podcast every week. Yep. So what we actually recoup, How I mean, many? 
about thirty-seven hundred dollars. Okay. Of if I was billing, yeah, we're really expensive. Now. It's only a half yeah. hour's worth of work. We're just really yeah. <laughs> our hourly rate is insane. Yeah, yeah, honestly, we don't actually get any hourly work. I don't know why. That's how come you, you can just get need those one, velvet, Diane. Yeah, velvet. Velvet. you need is one. So, so if I think about if I was actually doing freelance, what I would bill out. I mean, we're all going super in the you know every week we're losing money. But that being said, the the kind of harder expenses, the more tangible items. I would say it's probably about 85 bucks a month that's necessary. Our Patreon thankfully covers that. I mean, I think, you know, we get like a hundred bucks, so it's just enough. Um, and then beyond that, uh, we do, we rely on sponsorships. We, we rely on, you know, sometimes the stars aligning, whatever it is to make it where we need to go. And thankfully it, it's so far worked out. I mean, we're, we're a couple years into it, just kind of working out when it needs to, but, um, but it is a huge investment because a lot of us yeah. do work. I mean, we, we rely on freelance to supplement a, a portion of our income. And so to know that, again, you have a couple thousand dollars every month that you're, you're investing. You're donating. In, you're giving, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you're not yeah. getting it back. Sometimes, like, you know, mentally you kind of feel that. But ultimately, the good of all of this completely outweighs it. Right. Yeah. It is the a ROI huge... doesn't come in, fun, in funds. The ROI sure. comes in something different. So, so it to me, it's um, uh, it is a lot of time, and I guess I I usually am doing that on the weekend. So I like budget time on Saturday and on Sunday after church to to crank stuff out, mm-hmm. um, and then I have to do questions. I have to fit time in for that, which. Um, I don't know if you guys liked getting the questions. I don't know if you guys read the questions. I uh, Andrew did. I read them once. I loved it. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Have a, I have it up right now. But it's not like something you're going to read again and again, Patrick. Oh my gosh, did you read number four? I just love number four. I well, actually, number four was actually very poorly written, sure. and I read it over and over to be like, did she really write this as an adult? I was just kidding. I don't even know. They probably all are like that, to be honest. Diane is just, she's making, she has a secretary that does this for her. She, no, no, she, no, oh, yeah. I do she, she has three, she has three full-time staff who write for her. Don't, don't, yeah. So don't, so, don't cry a tear for Diane is sitting she, in bed right now. She just, oh yeah. Real quick knocks us out. Look at my old crappy printer. Uh, well, this is a I digital world. What, Diane. What, yeah, I don't have a printer either. Way to rub it in our face. <laughs> Didn't and realize you were being interviewed by Rockefeller. Money. That's Jeez. nuts. <laughs> anyway, it's like ten years old. Okay, now I'm like hot. She's so. had a printer for ten years. I have a I have a ten year old son. That's why I don't have a printer. <laughs> I have yeah. son money. Yeah, they, I think it was thirty four dollars. Ooh, man, I'm really shaking. He's my way hand. more expensive than that. <laughs> right. The ink cartridges are more expensive. Okay, <laughs> so um, let's get to jump to number uh, two. That was just question <laughs> one. Oh, well, we skipped. Oh, it is going to be a long night. <laughs> Holy we, cow! We skipped to number six, so okay. but we've only answered one question. All right. Um, all right. So this is going to be a quick one. I want you to tell me what you would tell your younger self to do differently if you could go back in time, and then how far back? Like, what age would you? Go oh back yeah, to? lay off the freaking cake. Absolutely. So I was. Um, <laughs> I mean, I had a great upbringing. I was like really spoiled the whole time, and you know honestly like a silver spoon or a gold spoon i mean, we didn't have a printer but we had everything else and <laughs> and but the problem is like i was like i was super lazy and then i i was ended up getting to college and getting really fat like um 350 pounds 
And uh, and then it was like four years of process to try to lose that. And then now it's this like now I'm heading back up that like I, I climbed the mountain and now I'm like freaking sledding all the way down it and I got to start climbing it again. Because you got it's, married. Yeah, it turns out I got really happy when I got married and that was the worst for my self-image because um, I started liking it and then I started putting the weight back on. So, oh my gosh, I just got a freaking layoff food. That's what I would tell my younger self. Yeah, I would tell my younger self to meet Patrick and Luke sooner so that I could tell Patrick to lay off the cake. (laughs) (laughs) Luke, Um, what would you say? I mean, yeah, I would probably tell myself in high school to actually pick a college that has something you actually want to do and stay all the way through. Um, Because I went to college for a semester and then I quit. Cause then I want to pay for not knowing what I want to do. And I don't have a college degree, which is fine. I don't think you need a college degree, but sometimes I feel like it would have set me up better for being more disciplined. Um, if I would have finished, um, but you're an entrepreneur, Luke, and yeah. I know, I know it. So that takes a ton of discipline. Yeah, it's true. And, and really to learn everything. I, I mean, I'm a college professor, so mm-hmm. I believe in education, sure. but I also believe if you have that grit and that grind, you can do anything and you can learn, but you have to be able to be committed to learning on your own. And it's, right. it's harder actually to so do Luke that. So needs than to in get school. grit and grind. No, so he has go back plenty of grit and grind. <laughs> grit and grind. That sounds. Did you say grime? <laughs> I think you have grime. I think grime is covered. Diane, Diane, Trio asked a question. I know I'm going to answer it. Are you ready? Yeah, I mean, not answer it. I'm going to ask it. <laughs> I'm gonna it. We'll just sit and wait. We'll watch. You want me to mute my I'm mic? the teacher. <laughs> okay. Trio asks, what is everyone's wish list for a guest to interview? So let's going to start with Luke since he finished oh, the last one. Oh, man. A guest interview? Who would you want to so, have? So when we first started the podcast, um, I told the guys three people, three toy artists that I wanted to talk to. I said, if, if we're doing this, um, I want to talk to these three guys. And if we talk to these three guys, I think I'll be good. And within uh 50 episodes i think we did it um so like i think i made it at this point the i mean that list always continues to grow i think somebody i would love to talk to because i love his work is um patrick rothfuss he's an author um he really wrote uh, a fantasy novel series that i loved um and I, it would be awesome to talk to him about writing a world like that. Um, that would be mine. Okay. I'm just yeah. going to jump in. Patrick. Okay, Patrick. I, yeah. I, uh, Patrick makes his own rules. By no, the way. Mine, mine's, mine's easier because I, I don't think I have anybody specifically. I generally in, just enjoy talking to people. Now, there's a really – let me go ahead and uh, rip, pull back the curtain a little bit. There is a reality that – if you want to maintain your audience, you have to talk to certain people. And as much as like, I hate that that's the case. There are people that I would, that I would probably like to talk to that either aren't well enough known or it's too far outside the bounds of the audience we've built or whatever it is. And which is, I mean, it's kind of a, it just, it is what it is. I mean, we, the fact is where we're at is where we're at. And then the last thing we want to do is alienate really core, awesome listeners um, just to chase it like a personal tangent. 
So, um, so that being said, I love really talking to anyone that produces work and is passionate about it. And I love talking to people that are just like really fully themselves, however you want to take that. Like that's very inspiring to see people that are just fully living in to, um, to the person they kind of are and not like buying into anybody else's stuff. Like I, I just love it. Um, there, there is kind of a box we have to work in a little bit. Yeah. Um, mine. So a couple of mine were, uh, we, I really just wanted to talk to Kevin Eastman. I, I think I even said like, if we talk to Kevin Eastman, I'm good. Like we're done. I don't have to do anything else. Um, we got to do that last year and that was amazing. He was just an incredible guy. Um, Kevin Eastman, for anyone who doesn't know, he's the creator of the Ninja Turtles uh, who played a huge part. Okay, it's true. He's the co-creator. Um, I learned that from Andrew on this podcast. So yeah, I will not. See? Ah, information. <laughs> he hit that second tier. Um, uh, but for me now, uh, I really want to talk to Will Gay. Uh, he's mm-hmm. the creative director over at Yellow Shoes. Um, I really want, this is like out there wild, but if, we're, if you're asking the wish list, I would love to talk to Jimmy Fallon. Because I think he's, you know, you talk about uh, learning from the pros. I mean, he's a pro at interviewing people. I would love to sit down and talk to him. Um, That would be amazing. I don't know if that's ever in our realm. Um, And then there's a couple of actors and things that I would like to talk to uh, to hit more of the film side of things. I would love um, to to talk to... um, we're doing wishes like then freaking Pharrell Williams. He's got a huge vinyl toy collection. So like he would actually fit on the show. He just hasn't answered my phone call yet. And uh, his phone number? John Lasseter. If we Chris, could talk to John Lasseter, that'd be Chris pretty Pratt fantastic. would be, that would be, I'd be done at that point. Yeah. We did mention that we wanted to talk to Steven Spielberg at some point. So. Yeah. And we're waiting for him to uh, hear that he episode. also hasn't <laughs> answered my phone call. I also haven't found his phone number. We did. We did get a hold him. of John Lasseter. All, all honesty. So, we did get a hold of John. Don't tell how Patrick. Okay. It doesn't <laughs> it's matter. It's probably best. Yeah. But we did get a hold of John Lasseter and uh, he, you know, he was busy um, making like, I don't know, four or five uh, blockbuster films. But um, we did talk to his representative, which was That's pretty That's not great. good. Blockbuster isn't doing well. That's true. Yeah. So maybe we can ch- capitalize on that now. <laughs> All right. So, but maybe he might think you're trying to throw him under the bus. No. Okay. All right. So, so we've kind of answered part of number three. So we're going to move on to the second part. So great. how do you stay up? Like that's a, there's a financial commitment with that as well. Going to movies or. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. right? So, so how, how do you do that? And answer uh, that. Well, I think the beauty of it is we are all like the way it's structured. We're the masters of the things we already like. So we all naturally keep up on those things. Um, I, I watch videos. I play games. I play board games and I stay up on that stuff because that's the stuff that I really like. And so, um, you know, I, I play demos. I, go to board game conventions. I go to game conventions. I just got back from PAX this last weekend, which is a big game expo in Boston. Um, it, yeah, it, it's really, I think it's easy for me, and I think it's easy for the other guys, because we all are, are kind of our work for the podcast is researching the stuff we already love. So, so do you claim that as a business expense now? I can. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I right. mean, this this starting this year, we can. I mean, uh, yeah. last year is when we formally became an LLC. So now 
when I go buy that new vinyl toy or when I go see that movie or when I buy that print, I can technically uh, claim some of that, at least on taxes. Yeah. Also, get a tax professional. That's one thing yes. we did this year. It is very helpful. Whatever money you spend, <laughs> you're going to save. So, yes. yep. Take that the right way. Uh, yeah, I would say that I don't know that my habits have necessarily increased very much when it comes to, like the amount of movies I see or something like that. Um, cause mine prime, you know, mine is TV and film and there's this time. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the difficult thing is again, making time because I mean, if, if I had it, I would watch, you know, I would watch seven movies a week. It's not going to happen, but I can still fit in like two on a normal week. And then whatever TV shows that we're watching, thankfully my wife loves TV. So it works out fine. And you know, just the really gritty, yeah, and just last week they bought a TV, so that worked out really well. Yeah. It has antennas. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so it, that, it's just that. I mean, I will say my opportunity to do things has gone up. Um, so it's like some of these trips to Disney and stuff like that, again, stars aligned, and thanks to um, some very, very generous uh, Jay Ratners. Some, you know, I've been able to take some opportunities I wouldn't have had before the show, which is great. But I think most of my like investment hasn't necessarily increased a lot financially so all right so but for you it would be time every week kind of watching tv and and because they take time to do that and i maybe- say no to a lot of things i didn't say no to before for sure i mean i i used to play drums a lot be heavy into to, drugs to mckenzie <laughs> no no i used to play drums a lot more than i do um i i probably used to play like when if i'm thinking back to college like three nights a week maybe i was somewhere else playing and now I play maybe once a month. I mean, so like drums, oh, wow. that's gone way, way down. Um, and then just like general like volunteer activities and things like that. I mean, I, I like helping people. So I, I tend to have a, my default answer is yes. And I just, I have to say a lot of more no's now. All right, Andrew, what about you? Um, yeah, I was definitely worse at it at the very beginning. I was buying stuff every week so I could talk about it. Um, and I liked it, but then I ran out of space and I ran out of money. So um, now what I do uh, is I get a lot more choosy in my topics. I don't have to necessarily have hands-on experience with it necessarily to bring it. Um, and so uh, like a lot of them are, whether it's a Kickstarter or it's uh, a news story or it's something else, you know, um, I don't have to have actually spent money on it to, uh, to bring it. So, uh, that, and some very honest conversations with my wife, um, about you've got to stop buying a hundred dollar toys every week, just so you can talk about it. How G counseled us all about it and helped a lot. I think he did actually one of our, one of our, uh, one of our first, like uh, you would call it, I don't know, like high trafficked guests or whatever. He's still our highest. That's our highest listen to episode is with Huck G and, uh, he's an international toy designer. And he said, Hug cheeks. Yeah, hug cheeks. When we hug, hug cheeks, cheeks. Um, that's how we keep our, you know, we keep it all in perspective, just hugging cheeks. Uh, it's a lot like Mike Jones hugging necks, uh, but just, you know. Yeah. But we, um, he, he said, he Who's talked about the collector's mentality and, and yeah. <laughs> um, he talked a lot about the collector's mentality and having like that completist attitude mm. and, um, and how he, how he himself broke it. And so that helped a lot. So. All right, so tell people if they haven't, if they're just design recharge people and they hadn't heard of you guys, you record on Monday, but when do you launch? How many times a week? Twice. 
Okay, so we tell have, us what day. That was easy. That yeah, was we, easy. Next. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Tuesday episode. That's the three of us talking about our master categories. And we have a couple segments monthly where we'll uh, throw in a comics section with Andrew Kolb or we'll talk to Tom Whalen about something that he's working on. Um, those are little segments that are thrown in randomly. Uh, and then Friday, we have an episode with an artist um, that we interview and talk about why they do what they do. Gotcha. I always just think it's nice to know. It is a big time commitment. There yes. again. But yeah. it really does pay off. So there's another area that I know is on my sheet somewhere, but I don't remember what number it is. Okay. And I know it wasn't literally written down exactly, but we got to get to Doc's questions in a minute. But there is a time commitment to Slack. So... What about, um, because it seems like you guys are on it. Like whenever I get on it, you guys are on it. And so when, um, I mean, my husband kind of has a rule, like at dinner and after like no phone and it's hard not to pick up the phone and do respond to somebody or, but it's also like for me when I'm teaching, I can't, um, you know, respond to something in Slack. So how do you guys, do you guys like work the seven to nine in the morning and then somebody takes it from nine to 11 or you guys just all try to do it as much as you possibly can? No, work, none of us are ever working. Yeah, my work <laughs> takes a really big hit, honestly. Um, I mean, I probably do a good three hours during the day. Uh, no, Slack is, you know, it's, it, so, and I've said this on the episode, I mean, on the show before, for a while, what it's been is that it's kind of like if you um, go out to to dinner, but you invite two of your friends from that group and two of your friends from that group and two of your friends from that group, and you feel this like huge personal responsibility of like making sure everybody gets along with each other. Like, yeah, that's kind of what it's been because it's these people that are connected to us in some way, either from Creative South or Reimagine or from listening to the show. They don't necessarily know each other. And so there's been a lot of responsibility of making sure everybody plays well nicely together and, and it, <laughs> you know, not, not only these people are getting like, you know, we have some people in, in the channel. I mean, it is what it is. They just have maybe more well-known names than other people. And so you want to make sure that like all the praise is kind of balanced out and that you aren't just like, you know, that you want to, you want to make sure you're contributing to everybody and that you're being kind of life giving to everybody, regardless of the name or title tied to them. So that's been really, really important up to a point. Now it's kind of taken on, like it's, it's just its own standalone thing. Like I think I could walk away from it for a year and it would still be there. I mean, that's, I, I think there's people there that, that invest in the community. So now I'm afraid to talk a lot cause I don't want to wreck it. Like I don't want to say the wrong thing and people leave. So yeah. And, and honestly, yeah, that's we been, don't want that for him. That's either. been that's <laughs> been by coaching from Luke and I. Say, so just Patrick, just back off a bit. Just back up. <laughs> so like, but, I just yeah. So it's now when I interact, it tends to be more because I am just kind of having fun and want to be in the conversation, and less like I'm trying to moderate everyone. But do you feel sort of like a stalker now? <laughs> just watch because you look because you look like one. <laughs> if oh. being honest. But like, <laughs> do I look that bad right now? I, no. It's it, not it at this? all. No, it's the hat. No, That's no, better. but oh. like, because you're in there, but and I don't know. Like, so these are challenges for me as somebody who's thinking about doing it, and I know I don't have the commitment right now. I mean, not. I just don't have the time to build. Oops, sorry. Build that that up. Um, that yeah. I think it helps with multiple people. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, I think I, I think that's the key is that there's three of us. I we I mean, we talk. I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys care if I share this, but we talk so much about like people like you and Jason Frost on with the Creative South podcast of just how much work it is. And we're so lucky that we have the three of us to kind of divvy that up. Um, and Slack is part of that. Like, yeah. you know, if somebody hops on and is new, uh, I mean, luckily now we've built it to such a thing where somebody else will handle it and say, Hey, most of the stuff happens here. Check this channel, right. check this channel, check this channel. But for a while it was like, um, we would just, as long as one of us hit it, we didn't feel like we all had to say hello or we, you know, it's, we have that, we have the luxury of having more than one person in charge, so to speak. Well, um, yeah. And, and to, add, to add to add uh, an element to that, that we talk about a lot when, when three of us are involved, inevitably when we're brainstorming things or we're coming up with creative problem solving or ideas, one of us always has a terrible idea and they, we always have Patrick and I to tell Luke that it's terrible. So like, that's, it's helpful. Like, as opposed to, you know, like if you or Usually Jason, after I explain why and they say, Oh, right, Luke, that is terrible. Yeah. That to, be wasn't honest, though, that. I, to, to be serious. I think the three of us have a very equal amount of awful ideas. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, say mine is less, but sure. <laughs> but seriously though, honestly, in, you guys who have to do this alone, um, you have to sort through that stuff and, and somehow you manage to come up with good ideas despite the fact that, that there's only one of you. I can't imagine it being just my show or just being Patrick's show or, God forbid, just Luke's show. Um, like, it, like, you would my get the good... My show would just be a Slack channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Patrick still talks too much again. <laughs> um, no, I, so I honestly, I think uh, we, we have hit a balance now that is very helpful. We know where our strengths lie, and uh, we, we bounce around inside of that, um, and, it, and it works for us. So, I don't know. I guess it's a fear of... Like, oh my goodness, I have to do this during a sabbatical. My dog just moved the curtain. It sort of scared me a little bit. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, because I was, I was getting ready to <laughs> message you and say, I think there's a ghost behind you. So there's a I've little... I've got the hands. You've got key. the ghost. So that's my husband's desk. It's messy in my oh, craft room. Of course. That's not a wall? No. Okay. He put that up so he could have privacy and still be like... Um, Oh, yeah, that's just a wall behind me. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> anyway, had that. well, you said behind the curtain earlier, and I thought, oh, it'd be funny if he popped his little head out. But, <laughs> um, all right, so how do you guys, how often do you guys speak during the week? Like, not podcast night. We have a text thread running that we talk daily. Um, yeah. We have a secret Slack channel. A secret Slack channel. We have a text thread. And then sometimes maybe... Skype? Maybe once once. every two weeks or something? Yeah, something like that. That's not podcast time. It's Uh, always podcast related though. Yeah, usually leading up to podcast stuff um, like conferences or something like that. We'll actually talk face-to-face about that. But yeah, we text every day and we Slack every day. It's to the point that like when we hang out, like last time Andrew picked me up from the airport, I, we didn't talk to each other for like a 45 minute ride. You know how like if you talk to someone so much, like you don't have anything to say really. 
So like literally we're in person, we're seeing each other for the first time in person in several months and we didn't speak for 45 minutes just because like we're, we're caught up all the time. We always know what's going on. So yeah, there's Truth. no catch up. It's awesome. So uh, Luke Graham said that he made no baked cookies in honor of your appearance today. Hey, thanks. I love no baked cookies. They're the best. In honor of your parents. Did you pa- know that's my favorite cookie? In honor of your parents. <laughs> no, appearance. <laughs> like he's not wearing pants. I thought there was like a joke in there, like no pants. I, I don't oh. know. Look out. We have so many to go. All right. Let's know. answer Grant. Doc's question. I thought you said Grant. Graham is my mom. Oh, it's then Graham did. Graham. Oh. Grant. <laughs> oh, I, I can't remember. Wait, your mom now is I have on? Go. Your mom yeah, is my on mom's this. here. Hey. My mom's here, too. G-R-A-M. Graham. My, my mom's not here. Graham, not Grant. Yeah, I know. Graham is my mom, oh. I imagine. Grammy? Anyway. Um, all right. Where's your mom, Patrick? Hi, Mom. <laughs> Never mind. She's fine. She's at home. Okay, so here's Doc's questions. We're just going to skip over the rest of mine because we only have 10 minutes left. Yeah, let's, let's fast track this There's thing. some good are, ones in there. There are some good ones. Why Maybe do you we'll talk to have... Doc so much? Just well, kidding. Well, let me do just – let's kind of do these super fast, okay? Yeah, we got we'll this. try to do mine super fast. So, this. Other, so this is a really important one. Other than Patreon or iTunes review, how else can we support you and tell people about makers, Maker of One podcast? I always want to say makers. Sorry. Yeah, uh, the I'm maker master. of one podcast. <laughs> Honestly, that's a great one. I think it's a new NPR, and uh, you know the production value on those is always top notch. It's fine if you'll just cut that in too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, have we gone live yet? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. When I had Veronica Wong on, she's with Shopify. I kept saying Spotify. Oh, so anyway, sorry. All right, let's pretend like we're rewinding, yeah. even though yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. live. How can, Master how can we, of yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. So how can you support us? Patrick, that's a great question for you. Uh, talking is hugely important. I mean, sh- so sharing the artwork and stuff like that, I mean, it, it totally is a thing of, uh, frankly, I mean, exposure and money. It's just, it's just the reality. Like, if you're asking support as far as how do we grow the show, then that's it. Now, the reality is what we care more about is not numbers. We care about engagement. So the best thing you can do is be active on Slack, talk to people, share the artwork that you're working on. Um, you know, if you've got a store, throw, throw a promo code in the Slack community for your store. Anything like that that you are making a personal investment into the community is going to benefit um, your relationship and it's going to benefit others in any way that you can yeah. find more people in the community. So we, as much as more numbers is always uh, exciting as a creator, the reality is we would we would rather have a high amount of get engagement. We would rather have a high amount of people uh, sharing the post, responding to the post, leaving comments on Instagram, leaving comments uh, in Slack, telling their friends. Um, yeah, specifically, I mean, in terms of support for us, if you if you have a couple of extra dollars to to throw to our Patreon, that's awesome because um, that helps you know us move forward and and continue to get uh, equipment and things like that. Um, but if you don't, then the, the, the best thing that you can do is just share, you know, talk about it and, and post, uh, take all the posts and stuff that we put out and, and share it and talk about it. And again, again, share your artwork. I mean, we're, we're well, very yeah, serious. and then inside of our community for yeah. sure, like be yeah. a part of that. Yeah. But we're very serious when we say that we, this platform now is really a chance for others to promote themselves. In the beginning, it was about us. It, it there has been a mental shift and anything we can do to promote others we want to do. So jump in Slack, share your artwork, tell people what you're up to, get involved that way. 
Scott says the artwork is awesome. So it's always good to know that people in that's, the community Let me say this. It. I think anything you do, again, because artwork, you either buy or still Photoshop one time, and then after that, you have it forever. So um, it's, time, it's just time spent. It's not necessarily like, you know, purchase anything. You really have an opportunity to, to compete uh, on any level. Uh, also, a lot of times people see the artwork before they ever see the content. I mean, this is with many things, either before they ever, you know, download it or before they, if they were to purchase something, whatever. Invest the time in your artwork. That is so important. The amount of people, honestly, that have said yes to come onto our show, assuming it was a very big deal only because of the artwork is a very high number of people. I mean, and you know, if, if you heard Maddox Schuler's interview, if you heard a uh, Stegmeier's interview, Jamie Stegmeier, they would tell you the exact same thing. You know, they, they both ran very successful Kickstarter campaigns. And for them, they just said, you have to put the investment in the artwork up front because that's people are going to judge every aspect of what you do based off what they see the first time. So if that doesn't scream professional, if that doesn't scream, whatever, then, then honestly, the rest of it could be for naught. So invest in artwork. So does that mean you're investing in Andrew? Yeah, Patrick cuts yeah. me a check to, for $4,000. Andrew, you're doing a good job. $3,700, right? <laughs> no, my, but yeah, yeah $3,750. Um, oh. Yes, yeah. All right, so um, he uh, Doc also wanted to know, and I guess a lot of other people want to know, and I'm going to ask this because I love McKinsey. When's McKinsey, who's also a project manager and actually works with Patrick during the day and Russ Pate, um, when's she going to debut her project management segment and share how designers can partner and work better with project managers to meet clients' needs? Or do you think as that's soon as she agrees to. Yeah, yeah she's been all over so the place. Busy. I've asked her no less than four times. Here's L the thing. Here's Luke the has been problem. I, we don't have the money to pay her. That's the that's she honestly that's the she biggest won't do it for free. That's the biggest hurdle for us and besides that uh really it's just trying to get on her schedule. I think we've asked her 18 or 19 times for by this point and mm -hmm. honestly so, if we could get her to agree to it that's that's the trickiest. I I will give a serious answer. There is actually She did cancel one time. It is true she did cancel one she time. Did that is cancel. That is a true statement she knows it. The second thing is and and to be fair there is like a there is a a, a dynamic there. The fact is that you know, she is my wife and other people in the, in the podcast, two others, they also have wives. And so there's, it's just like so a maybe situation. I should have Mackenzie on my show and ask her. That would be amazing. That would, and then we wouldn't have to explain why Chandra's not allowed on the show. Okay. Yeah. So, so Mackenzie, cause I think that would be a, actually a great thing. And then it's just designers focus. And then we get, um, do you want to just shift as soon as we're done? He, yeah, she can we'll hop on the microphone and just do the next episode right now with, with Mackenzie. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> me, yeah. me, Luke, and Mackenzie. And yeah. then, yeah, Patrick yeah. just steps aside. I'm tired. That's fine. I'll, I'll just. But I think that's a good idea. So, Mackenzie, if you're up for it. Oh, uh, yeah. And okay. she is super talented. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. She is super talented. But it's just a combination of dynamic. And, I, again, the thing I said earlier about, like, subject matter and you just build a certain – Right, I don't know. Right. It's just something that hasn't like fully fit yet. We, we've discussed it before. We actually were talking about doing something in February and, and putting a cool hook on it. It didn't happen. And um, so it's not something that's been off the table. It's just, you know, for instance, we have another guest. I'm not, I won't say the person's name right now. We've been telling him for over a year we were going to have him on the show and it just hasn't worked yet. And I hate stringing people along, but it's just, you know, it's, it's me. We're sorry, Mr. Spielberg. We yeah. will get to you. <laughs> 
It's All right, so Mackenzie, I'm gonna I'm gonna contact you and we'll get that if you're interested because I think that would be great for design recharge because we do stuff like that. So and I I've just heard her yell from the other room. On. So I think she's bad. Good for it. Oh, okay. Good. She <laughs> also, <laughs> could have been yeah. spider. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so um, this kind of maybe is for you, Andrew. So how much time does it take? So like, uh, Patrick said, the artwork, the promos are super important and you definitely spend a ton of time and you do really like the graphics. When you do the hot seats, you have the banners. It, it's really, really tight. You do a really good job. Thank you. So how long do you, or do you allow yourself to spend on each promo or the, the artwork for each, each podcast? Gosh. All right. I'll make this as concise as possible. I wish there was a, how much do I allow myself? Um, here's the problem. Patrick, Luke, and I, by nature are perfectionists. Mm -hmm. So I spend as much time on it as I need to, to get it to look the way that I need it to look. Um, some weeks that comes together really quickly, like an hour or an hour and a half. Sometimes it takes four hours. I think the most time I've ever spent on a single episode artwork is probably pushing 10 hours. Um, and that's a lot of either it photo manipulation. Good. I know. And it, and honestly that episode didn't even air. <laughs> um, no, but I think the, uh, it's for me, it's whatever I need to do to get it to be, um, to tell the story that we needed to tell. And uh, I've gotten a little bit, I've gotten a little bit better at it uh, as the years have gone on now. Um, there's some elements like as we're talking, I'll, I'll be thinking about elements and things to bring into it. Um, uh, but I'd say probably on average every week, I spend about three hours on episode on the two episode artwork. And that's not including any of the exterior, you know, design stuff or other posts, but just the two episode artwork, probably three hours. All right. Week. So, so we're going to try to do just a few more questions. Patrick, how often do you guys see each other during the year? Like just take 2016, for example, like how many conferences did you three go times, to? Three times, four times. It depends. I mean, it's not, it's not always the three of us together. Uh, for instance, they did uh, STCC together. Andrew and I did Orlando meetup together. We all did creative South. We all did reimagine um luke did you didn't do weapons of mass creation you did gen con this past year yeah, andrew came up here though so for gen con i did squares so like it's just we managed to cover a lot together uh like separately but not necessarily together so together when, like the three of us like three times a year probably when you go to a conference is that something you're gonna say hey i'm gonna go to squares you're gonna go to circles and whatever is that something that you guys to an extent decide? i mean yeah so thankfully, like I have freedom within, this is part of the stars aligning. I have freedom within the scope of my work with my job right. to, to select a couple conferences during the year. Now, of course, I want to kill two birds with one stone. I want to make it something that's beneficial for work, and, but is also beneficial for the podcast. Thankfully, because I do development with the podcast um, and because of our, our theming, a lot of times those are one and the same. So it, we have to space it out during the year. Uh, we don't want to like clump it all in. February and March. Um, but we also try to make sure that we're, you know, we're covering the game side and we're covering the art side and we're covering the whatever, whatever. So there is some strategy in that. So how, so this is a great question that Kent has, who Kent is coming to Creative South for, and is his first design first conference. Yeah, first Kent. design oh, conference. Oh, dude, oh man. And boy. he's my friend. So you guys have to be super nice and Hey, anyway. come by the booth, sit in the hot seat, and we yeah. will, uh, we got some fun we'll stuff planned this year. Yeah, for so sure. He, 
he teaches web design to ooh, cool Luke. It's there shiny. It Luke. <laughs> so I was gonna show those. <laughs> so but um with the conference, so I just have a question for like Patrick, when you go to whatever shape conference, I can't remember you said you were at <laughs> what? Parallelograms. <laughs> There's circles too, so don't worry. I know, I know. Fine. So triangles. When you went, I'm just kidding. So when you went there, did you do the podcast? Did you or did you represent? Did you have a booth, a table, or did you just actually go and listen to the talks? Uh, I gave out some. I think I gave out some stickers and pins, but I was there primarily to hear the talks. I do. So Kent did ask um, how important are podcasts to your job? Um, I, I think it's the same as anything. Community is beneficial. Um, there's something to be said for just the idea of refueling. Um, I think that's huge. It's, it's, um, it's very good for centering, gaining perspective, um, and then just seeing that you have people that are in the same place as you. I mean, sometimes it's having people that have common struggle and sometimes it's people that, you know, get excited about the same things. But I think that's, you know, any additional community is beneficial. Uh, I have never, um, well, I should say this, conferences have been good for us from a, a stance of, meeting people that led to opportunity. I mean, I would say that if, if we look at the opportunity that we've been given as a podcast uh, in relation to how much money it would have cost to go, uh, it's far paid for itself over and over and over. So if you want to view it that way, you can. But that being said, I think just, just the idea of personal investment, community, um, all, all that's fully worth it. Conferences are different, not just in subject matter, but like if you go to Reimagine Conference, you're in a room with like maybe a hundred people for a few days. So by the time you leave, you know, everybody at name uh, by name and it, but it means that everything is very, uh, very personal and uh, very focused. Um, if you go to something large, like say creative South, where's 850 people, you can be there for four days and, and not meet 700 of those people. So the point is it's, it's a, just understand that you're going to get now it, that being said, Creative, uh, Creative South offers incredible like technical instruction. It's uh, again, I, we've had huge opportunities come from there. Diane's there. Um, so my point is just don't only consider the subject matter. Also consider the audience, consider the amount of time because that can also play into the either how much you enjoy it or what you get from it. Or you can have two conferences that are both web conferences and you can walk away with two very, very different feelings, outlooks, whatever just by the makeup of those in attendance. So it's just something to keep in mind. Cool. All right. So we'll have to leave. Hmm. We'll have to do the rest for another time because my mom watches this show and she's probably like, my show's coming on. So I got, <laughs> I, I, and I've been trying to be better about. So Wapner? No, Scorpion. <laughs> nice. She likes Scorpion. My mom, oh, look, Judge Wapner, he's died. Did you know that? Oh, Last what a week. way to leave the show I'm on a sad note. Thanks. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Sheesh. I know. Sorry. But, but well, anyway. All right. So um, I'm going to share with anybody who's listening iTunes for that's listening on this or on watching on YouTube. I'm going to share with um, you guys how to connect with each of these three guys as well as them as a group. So if you want to, <laughs> I'm going to make sure I say it correctly. The not makers of one or maker, but master of one podcast in of one like the digit um dot so twitter.com slash mof one podcast is one way and i'm putting that in the chat and i have to go that would read m of one 
Yeah, M- that might what be. What did I say? MOF. MOF. That's fine. That's fine. But okay. And then um, Andrew, if you want to just follow Andrew and see what Andrew's doing, he pretty much has changed the E's to threes, and it's Andrew. Twitter.com slash A-N-D-R-3-W-S-A-L-3, because his name's Andrew Sale. Clever there. Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's. Super so simple. Luke's is super easy. It's yep. Luke Gall. Yep. G-A-U-L. A weird guy. He's Check awesome. Check out my he- Twitter grabbed it on twitter and instagram totally so you can actually it. you can actually um follow um andrew's the same luke is the same on twitter and um instagram and and patrick the, is starting to now learn about social I, media right and so i have and i he used to just um connect through mckinsey on facebook which i did and now i um luckily we have him but i couldn't remember what it was until i don't have a facebook I know you have you do that through McKinsey, but the yeah. on Instagram M, what did you say of M of one podcast, and then Andrew's the same thing I just read, and then Patrick is the great P A A T S B Y, the great Patsby. That's with two A's instead of the Gatsby. Patsby. Okay. All right. So and Andrew says Andrew posts too many selfies. <laughs> anyway i didn't say that about myself aaron no, said i said aaron i said oh aaron. no you, you, oh, you said andrew but that's fine I did. I, but aaron i agree <laughs> andrew does post too many and we've tried to talk with him with him about it we had an emergency podcast meeting last week yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> so but you can also go to their website which is m of one the digit podcast.com you can also follow them or Give them a little bit of support and love on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash M of One podcast. And then you can also join their Slack channel. And I don't know exactly how, I don't remember how I joined your Slack channel, but if you go to M of One podcast.com slash Slack, you can actually join the, join the Slack channel. Even if you're not listening to the uh, thing every week, you can still really be a part of everything that's happening. And there's kind of a, um, M of one family, I believe, uh, is kind of yeah. the the where most people are. That's There's the a hub. general one, yeah, but that M of one family yeah. is a really good one to kind of get. You'll get auto added to it if you join. Yeah. Can I can I take thirty seconds to say something that's super awesome that's coming up at Creative South? Because Please. I think uh, this is we, we were gonna tell everybody officially. Um, we've been working on this project for a couple of months, um, but we're excited to announce that this year we are doing a an artist's coloring book. So we have reached out to uh, several of the amazing artists that we've had on the show for the last couple of years. And um, lots of them, I think we've got 25, 24, 25. Yeah. yeah, 20, yeah, something like that. Uh, over 20 um, amazing artists who are contributing artwork to this coloring book. Um, and so we'll be putting that out at the podcast or at the, at the conference. It'll be a limited edition run and they'll be numbered. Um, so, uh, you are not, so just a real quick rundown. Um, Aaron Draplin is contributing to this. Noah Elias is contributing to this. Uh, Jay Ratner, Jared Mariama, Andrew Kolb, um, like amazing. Shauna Lynn is contributing to this. Uh, White. Von Glitchka. Von Glitchka. Um, there, there are amazing people. So can we buy on. these? 
Yep. Yeah, they'll okay, be good. they'll be uh, they'll be for purchase. They'll be super cheap. Um, we're essentially, we're not making any money off of these. We're just going to sell them for cost, um, just as a way to get uh, the podcast out there and get the artwork out there. It's a super fun project. It's been really hard, but um, we're really close to being finished with it. And um, I that's can't wait awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to have to be in line first. It's going to be a good time. So anyway, wanted to put I that talk out there. to somebody and make sure you get one. How about that? That's yeah, awesome. I know a guy. I think ask I know Mackenzie when she's on your show. <laughs> yeah. <ask laughs> so she's, uh, she's handling all the purchasing. So um, anyway, thank you guys for being honest and answering. And I know Andrew had said something and I just want to give you an opportunity to say this again. Um, when we did our test was that really it's like you guys are these people that you spend time with are like your brothers, right? And they really oh, yeah. are. And that's how I uh, labeled or named this episode was that you are brothers. And really what I find is really unique and maybe you don't think so, but I'm older than you. So I know how things go with time. You're not older than Luke. Luke is. I am. Yeah, no, I am. I remember out, the joke last you. year. I yeah. know, I know. Way older. I know. I know. But, um, but um, that you really have, I mean, it is a really big deal that you guys have live separately and that you work at, and, do this kind of intimate thing together weekly for years. And it's, it's huge. Like I am so impressed that the three of you are so committed to each other and, you know, just being better people and being better artists. I just think that's a amazing thing that you guys have for each other. And I do think it's like brothers. Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, these guys are, are, uh, they're, I mean, in a lot of ways, they're, I mean, they're just family and uh, this is how we stay connected. Um, and it just so happens that we do a podcast, you know, if yeah. that's the reason why we stay connected so much, then I wouldn't ever stop doing the podcast, you know? Yeah. So I've hated uh, these guys. Shut uh, up. <laughs> just to uh, really, but it's like, kind of like the shadow proves the sunshine, you know, in order for me to hate them as much as I have in some moments, it must also mean that I've really loved them. Without the bitter, the sweet isn't as sweet, my friend. That's, that's, that's not true. Do you it's ever still just as sweet. Oh, do we, do we, I'm surprised we bring it together enough for an hour-long episode. Are you kidding? Yeah, <laughs> so I think I think the reason our our relationships and our friendships last and are as strong as they seem is because we found out way early um, that we all have the tendency to speak our mind. Mm. in a given moment and we just learned that we have to be okay with that and then if we are always going to be 100 percent honest with each other um we can move from disagreement and move past it because there's nothing hiding there's nothing left so i mean patrick and i fight a lot about things because we're both really passionate about what we do and we both care so much about about this podcast um and like I'm a really tough critic uh, in, in general. I'm just a very critical person. And uh, we just have to be honest with, with each other and learn how to deal with that and get past it. And um, yeah, we're, these two guys are the closest to me besides Rachel and my kids of anybody I know. So, and I, I don't see that changing anytime soon. So I think that's He's really still, great. like, Andrew still texts me and wishes me good night every night. Yeah. 
I told him to stop. I feel like it's weird if I don't. <laughs> at this point, it's part of me. We had this whole thing we do about like, I love you to the moon and back. And then, yeah. and then a kiss emoji. <laughs> really? Yes. Yep. <laughs> 100% truth. No sarcasm. Look, I'm really gullible. Anyway. Um, so I'm, but I'm really glad. I think that you guys, it really is. I don't, I don't know if like I, when I was younger, I didn't realize that I had such amazing friends. And so now that I'm older, I just thought you kept making these amazing friends that were like long life friends. And you don't necessarily because other things come in and life happens and you have to work and stuff. So I think that it's, amazing that you have two other people that are just as committed and their families are just as committed to this vision as you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for sure. It's I don't know. I've, I, I said this when I was on your podcast, that was, you really have to have a commitment. You got to go like five years, you got to have a five year commitment and it's like a marriage, you know? And then if you're fighting or whatever, like you want to make the best possible but but it's about staying in it and that's what's but that's a real friendship is being honest instead of just blowing smoke right yes yeah oh yeah i mean absolutely i would say that's anything in life and to your point i had somebody this was when i was playing music i had a a producer friend that made the comment that if if you want to be famous just play music for 40 years if you played for 40 years you'll have you'll have at least a few thousand followers and just this idea that if you just keep plugging away kind of the 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 law you're you're, you know you're going to end up with a few more people so i think for us it's been be consistent just keep plugging away at we might not see exponential growth it might be additive growth but it's still growth and um and then yeah as far as communication just honestly because our time is limited we don't we don't have time to not be straightforward we just gotta get to the point yep let's move on all right so we gotta close so thank you guys so much so if you are new to design recharge you can sign up and at design uh you can sign up at design recharge too it'll forward to the correct url which is recharging you.com or you can email me if you have any ideas for anything or just want to say hey i actually do email you back diane at recharging you.com so thank you guys so much i'm really glad i'm friends with you and i can't wait to see you guys and hug you at creative south so and mckenzie is she coming soon yeah mckenzie said i'm not allowed to hug anyone that isn't her but i will i will shake your hand diane oh it's weird yeah (laughs) <laughs> Diane, you're the best. You are. You continue to be the most friendly person that I've ever met, and I know several Canadians. So, four. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that sure, sure. Have you ever seen that episode of Frasier where she sounds like a Canadian? Anyway, it's really funny. I don't have cable, I like so I watch. You a should lot talk of to old... Mackenzie about it on that episode. I'll totally tune in. Okay. <laughs> Patrick burping, or is he talking to yes, his invisible he's burping. Friend? This is why. If we shift to a video format, we are it's just... It's going to be just... We're toast. <laughs> <laughs> just going to tank. I mean, half the time, Andrew's sitting on the toilet when we're podcasting, so... <laughs> Whatever, Patrick. Don't act like you're not currently in the toilet. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you. And um, Andrew, I'm pretty... Oh, we have one question. Hang on. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Oh, is- never mind. Um, thank you, Nate. And I hope... 
I hope I get to see you. No, let's ask the question. I like this question. Yeah. Yeah. The question is asked, Diane, why are you the best? (laughs) Diane, would you please answer that real quick? Me? Yes, please. That was to you. We're taking over. We're commandeering this podcast. You know what I think that you guys do that I have tried to do is that I just started it to connect because I felt really alienated um, where I was. Like I was working so much and I didn't, I couldn't connect with other designers. I couldn't go to these meetings that people went to. I didn't have time. And I think that's been the best thing that, that it's done for me, but it's also, I was listening to another podcast earlier today and they were saying that it, um, you know, the even if you're just a mediocre designer, you can get better if you just keep at it. And, you, and somebody was like, "Well, how do you keep? How do you get better if you're just mediocre? How do you? How do you not just throw in the towel because I'm just a mediocre designer?" And they were like, "Well, you just keep trying to find what's fun about it." And I feel like for me, I know that a gift is um, connecting people, and so it's not really about my design skills. I think people don't, some people don't even know I'm a designer. Um, they think I just teach, which I think is a weird thing if you're a teacher and you don't design, but whatever. I mean, yeah. unless you're not a design teacher, but whatever, right. you know what I mean? Um, but I just think it's about connecting. And for me, it was about inspiring other people. And I had uh, one of our grad students was like, I was like, Oh, maybe it should be about entrepreneurs and business. And I was, he was like, why are you changing the focus? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, really isn't it you started it out and it was just about connecting and being in a community and coming and and teaching people about new things i like patrick had said you know it's about having new people and do they have you know will they be the same kind of focus as what you know so the listeners or whatever i haven't i've done that definitely but i haven't done if they were a new person i haven't so i'm always a good place to start i guess because i feel like some people just need a break and some people are like cranking it and working and they just need a platform. Like I feel like Scotty Russell, that was, um, he came on my podcast early and then he, I gave him an opportunity to do something else. And then he got on stage and had a standing him and Aaron Drapper were the only two people that got a standing ovation last year at creative South. And he just rocked it, you know? And it was just like, I feel like some people and I really listen to my gut on things like that. I don't, um, I mean, I definitely pray about it and I see who I think really needs to, um, have their, have their story told. And so I think that for me, I just need to go back and remember those things. So I don't know if that's why I'm the best, but well said, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for chatting with us, but for this episode, we're out of here. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. Peace out. Bye, Bye. guys. (laughs) Hold on to your butts.